0: Hi there. Welcome back to Healing Streams Podcast. And if this is your first time joining us, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Healing Streams Podcast, and I am Akimbo the Victoria Dragon. On this podcast, we talk about faith, healing, discovery, identity, hope, and love. On today's episode, we'll be talking about dealing with doubt dealing with doubt you know we sometimes allow ourselves to to doubt God to doubt the efficacy of God's word because of life circumstances these life challenges that will make one to doubt God is when you see that oh you are like at the bridge You, you can't go left you can't go right you can't go forward you can't go backward and all you need to do at that moment is to trust god's word all you need to do at that moment is to trust god's word because it is god's word that will keep you through and if you don't have faith in god's word there is nothing there is no way you are going to get out of that crossword you need to, you need to trust god so if you continuously doubt, if you continuously doubt God's word, if you continuously doubt the promises of God for your life, then you will not move forward. You will just stay at a point. You just continue to journey in a circle because you do not trust God. You need to believe God. There are ways, there are so many things that I learned while preparing for this. The one thing I learned is that doubt means you are not fully convinced that God is able to do what He has promised? But uh, when I saw this, I was like, and it's like you are at the bridge. You do not, you do not totally um, believe. At the same time, you have a form of. Um, you are, you have a little bit of faith in you that, oh, but you are double-minded. Basically, you are double-minded. You are double-minded about certain things. Let's say you are double-minded about, oh, is this business really going to work? Am I really... Are you really going to do well? Is the business going to grow? Especially when you have a vision to have a multinational company and you just from the start you just see that what's going on when when i started this what god told me was that i am building a multinational company and even this this one i've started like there is no growth there's nothing and you begin to wonder are you sure that god's word is real you begin to like when when challenge is just eats you and wonder that am i sure that it is god that spoke to me am i sure that this is the will of god and you begin to doubt you begin to now start looking for plan b and you say if this one does not work let me go to this other one if this one does not work let me move to this other one and you begin to just jump from one thing to another from one thing to another not minding what god has told you from the start or you're in a marriage, and what is happening in your marriage is different from what God has told you from the start. Maybe God has told you certain things concerning your husband, concerning your in-law, concerning your seed, concerning your home, how your marriage is going to be, how is going to is going to use your your union with your husband or your wife to bring men to the knowledge of God and even you yourself that also bring knowledge to um, people to the knowledge of god and it's just looking like what is going on and you're wondering are you sure you did not marry the wrong spouse you start to question god on certain things are you sure that this is really the person are you sure and you begin to allow certain things to just come and run through your mind run through your mind run through your mind But sometimes, there are most times, not sometimes now, most times it is best for you to shut yourself out of those things. Like, just shut yourself. Go back to God. Remind yourself of what God has said. I've shared my journey to healing here. But it was not easy. It was not a smooth journey. There are times when I needed to keep reminding myself what God has told me. I needed to keep reminding myself the promises of God. I needed to keep reminding myself that this is just a faith. This that was just a phase that I needed to pass through. That there is a testimony I had. There's a testimony I had. There's a testimony I had. It's not going to be easy. But when you go back when you sit with the word of god there's times when when things like that just happen you just need to shut yourself in a place in a secluded place like have a retreat a personal retreat start to remind god "God, you told me this and this is what is happening what is going on why is this happening start to ask questions You can ask God questions just for clarification so that you will open your eyes to deeper things. You will open your eyes to see that, oh, the reason why this is going this way is because I want to take you on a journey. And God didn't promise us that that journey to that greater glory is going to be smooth. Jesus, when he was about to die, even while he was on earth preaching, it was persecuted. It was questioned. It was doubted. And people didn't even believe that it was the Messiah. And look at all he went through. God did not tell him that, oh, it's going to be a smooth journey. I was going to go to the earth. Just die. No. He had to go on a journey. He had to take him through a process. There are times when... God needs to take you through that process. There are times when He needs to break you and mold you so that when the glory comes, it is beautiful. You have something beautiful to say. So, how do you deal with doubt? Number one thing that I will tell you that you deal with doubt by feeding. And meditating on God's word you build your faith even when there is there is just you are seeing a sign of doubt you remind yourself of God's word and that is why you need to constantly meditate on God's word day and night confess God's word say it speak it it is not silence speak it think it See it. Be conscious of it. You need to feed on God's word. If you are just feeding on junk. And you are feeding on negativity. You are feeding on negative things. You allow negative things into your mind. You keep doubting. And for, for example now. I shared last week that. You know the social media has made marriage look so bad. That oh no marriage works. But we've forgotten that there are other people too on that same social media but that portrays a great marriage there are other people that portrays in fact there's there are some couple i'm following like i listen to them on youtube or i watch their vlog on youtube and they wrote a book marriage is as easy as abc and they are not joking even the way they interact, not that they don't have their challenges, but they make us understand that marriage is not as hard as everybody is portraying it, as long as you put some things into consideration communication, compromise, and every other thing that. And if Jesus is at the center of it, you don't have any problem. If you make Him the founder, if you Build your own on 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 him because he is the solid rock. Another thing I would say is that you need to strengthen your faith by the Holy Spirit to help you withstand obstacles. That is just it. If we most people we feel that oh we can do things on our own. We can, we can do things by our own strength. Recently, I just realized that, not that I've not realized before, I just came to a deeper realization that if you are leaning on your strength, if you are leaning on your own understanding, that your strength, that knowledge that you think you have, they are going to betray you. And the only way you, ne- you will not get that betrayer is leaning on the strength of the Holy Spirit leaning on the strength of the Holy Spirit and that is why the scripture says that that you are strengthened by spirit in your inner mind that is a prayer you should daily pray say it every time even when you are weary you keep saying it even when you see doubt on your way, you will keep saying it. I am not weary. I am not tired. I do not faint. I can remember in the school of ministry, at my fellowship in um, Obafema Oluwa University. And we were doing school of ministry then, And everybody was tired, you know, having lectures for six More than six hours. I think we're already on the seventh or eighth hour, and we're so tired. We're fasting and all that, and our coordinator then just asked everyone of us to stand up that we're not going to continue with the lecture, and you know we started praying in tongues and we started praying in the spirit. We started praying, continued, we continued, and we're strengthening. In fact, if I was told that we would have that much capacity to continue. Even after that day, we still prayer meeting again. And it just, it just shows how powerful the, the strength of God is. When you lean on the strength of God, when you are saying that, oh, I'm very weary, and you just call on the Holy Spirit to strengthen you. In fact, the rate at which that speed comes you'll be surprised you'll be amazed you wonder that ah, wasn't it made I was not me that was tired a few minutes ago even when you are so tired to pray when everything seems like oh you are lost and that is why the grace of God is sufficient for you in his weakness even in your weakness you have to lean on the strength of the Holy Spirit Another thing that I would love to say is that fellowship with fellow believers, this cannot be underestimated, and that is why the scripture says that we should not neglect the gathering of fellow believers. There is power in corporate prayer. You will just see that you that know, was weary, and you just Just talk to a friend and they begin to encourage you in the Lord. And that is why I love the scriptures in Colossians 3, 16. It says that let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. And the part that, that just caught my attention is admonishing one another in Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. It amazes me that God is so particular about we coming together to encourage each other. If you are sick, go to to the body of Christ. You will will receive your email. Let the elders of It shows that that is why we are called the body of Christ. That is why we are one in Christ. That even when something is wrong with your sister, something... I'm not talking about the biological ones. I'm talking about spiritual brother, spiritual sister. You are able to strengthen each other. Trust me, it works. There were times that I would be discouraged and I would just... or I would just have something on my mind and I need to talk to a friend. And I just pick up the phone and talk to a friend and at the end of the day I'm like, wow. So this is what it means to really fellowship. Well not even pray, but from from work from from the worst... He or she says, I'm just like picking one point. And even when we pray together, there's this strength. Words goes out. There's a word of hope. There's a word that strengthens. There's a word that just energizes me to just move ahead, just continue. And that is the power of corporate fellowship. I'm not saying that you should not personally pray on your own, but corporate fellowship to strengthens you especially when you're in doubt when you're in doubt when you're thinking that all hope is lost you feel that there's no other way or you they're looking for an alternative that is not the will of God that's friend we encourage you That brother that sister we encourage you that idea come back that's not what God told you and that is why when you are when you are when this is impressed on your heart to, to share certain things to a particular person. It might not be too many people. It can just be one or two people. Please do. So that when certain situations happen or when you are supposed to execute those things, those people are there to keep reminding you. I can remember that when I was about to write my second book, I told my friend, I told my ability partner, I told him that, I need to write this second book and I need to release it by April. And it was putting me on my toes. I was giving an excuse that, oh, my system is not good, this, that. I said, no, you must submit. I had to look for another alternative, like writing with my hands and just ensuring that I meet up with every, every deadline. I was doing that. And when I was done writing in a book and I saw that my laptop was fine, I typed. There was also an ultimatum for that. And that's just it. There are times, even when I was discouraged, I had to tell my God, I'm discouraged. I feel this way. I feel that way. And he encouraged me, you need to take time. Pray. And, you know, that is just how things work. That is just how things work. When you fellowship with other believers, you are strengthened. It is important that you do not allow your doubts to influence you. Don't allow your doubt to influence you. Instead, attack your doubt, attack that doubt, attack it, attack it, continuously attack it. Because when you continue to allow yourself to be influenced by your doubts, then you begin to walk in unbelief gradually and you do not attack it immediately you begin to walk in unbelief so it's not you it's not look like what's different between you and an unbeliever even the words you are speaking you are speaking like an hopeless person you are speaking like somebody who does not even know the word of god it is better for you to attack that doubt in the place of prayer speak god's word when that there are times that so certain thoughts will just come and just attack it immediately with the word of God, attack it immediately with the word of God, that is not my portion. the word of God has said this, this, this concerning me, therefore that is not mine do you understand issues in life can make one doubt like I said earlier but you have to allow the word of God be your guide allow the promise of the promises of God be your guide don't let doubt to take the place of the word of God concerning your life concerning that business concerning your marriage concerning your academics concerning your children don't allow them and there's something Andrew Roman said overcoming doubts, it's not just about feeling better. It is about getting back into faith that only comes from the word of God. I've said this earlier. Your faith can only be built up by the word of God. If you're just thinking, that, oh, I feel better and you don't have something to back up that feeling better, one day another thing will just happen that will make you doubt again you go back again so let the, the the word of god be something that is making you feel better and not just because things are good now the faith in the word of god should be what makes you feel better keep reminding yourself of god's word because the scriptures have the more have more sure word of prophecy than any other. Understand that, know that, believe that, and that is the only way you understand that the scriptures is as the most sure word that there is no other place where you can find a sure word of prophecy. Then it will build your faith. It will help you to attack. Every form of doubt. And you know, doubt is like a bridge. And you begin to see that the walls that those those doubts that you have, the walls that they are built around you, they begin to come down. They begin to get crushed. They begin to get destroyed. Put the word of God, place the word of God first. Depend on God's word. Don't depend on anything else. Get a word, get a revelation of what God is saying concerning you. Get a revelation of what God is saying concerning that thing, that situation that you are doubting. You must come to a place where the word of God is more real to you than anything that you can see, taste, hear, smell or feel. Let the word of God be real to you. That is why you need to consciously meditate on God's word. Meditate on God's word. Allow the word of God to be real to you till you begin to see it. You, when you continue to confess God's word, you begin to see it. Even when it does not come to physical manifestation, yeah, you, you keep saying it, I have seen this thing. God has showed me this thing. Through his word. I am not going to doubt. I am going to keep believing. I am going to keep believing. I am going to keep believing. And when you keep doing that. There is no circumstance. There is no situation in your life. There is nothing that you are going through. That will crush you down. And the second to the last thing I would love to say is that. Fight your fear by asking the Spirit of God to give you strength to be courageous. I have said that earlier. When God speaks to us like this and we receive it, God's word builds us up and strengthens our faith. I've said that too earlier. But what I would love to say is that keep your focus on God, not your obstacle. Keep your focus on God not your obstacle. When you focus too much on your obstacle, then you will allow those things to limit you. This is our month of believing. We need to keep believing. Keep believing you cannot give up. You cannot give up. You cannot allow any obstacle to to stand in your way. You have to keep believing. Hold on to that word. In fact, Let it be your daily confession. Let it be your daily confession. The word God has given you, what God has said concerning you in his word. Keep saying them, keep saying them, keep saying them until they become so real to you. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast i hope you've been blessed i have been blessed i have been blessed i have been transformed this world has transformed me and i hope you are not just listening to it. please do well to share this podcast talk about this podcast to everyone that you know tell them about this podcast and have a blessed weekend bye